Welcome back to Versus Extreme. I'm Marcus Driscoll, and I haven't had my coffee yet. My name's Tommy. Ah, 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 ah. Now you can speak. <laughs> my name's Tommy, and I woke up 20 minutes ago. Uh, and my name's Tim, and Tommy's always tired. We, we have traditionally recorded in the evenings, and it's the morning time. I thought it was like a universally agreed upon thing that nobody wakes up before noon. That's uh, n- not the case. I actually really enjoy waking up at like 9 o'clock every day. 9 o'clock's the perfect time to wake you up. You know it's what, guys? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but listen. Listen, imagine this. Imagine this. It's Saturday. You wake up at 9 o'clock. You get you a cup of coffee, sit down by the window, and play Minecraft all day. That's a pretty good That's a pretty yeah, good day. Yeah, but, but consider that I wake up early every day, so on my weekend, I should do something different. I get to catch up on the sleep debt from the whole week before. Yeah, like yeah. Stay, stay in the stink dungeon and roll around <laughs> until 1 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> I totally feel you on that, but for like work, I generally wake up at 6.30, so like sleeping until 9 is like, that's good for me. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's like a whole two and a half hours yeah. Yeah. where you get sleep. All right, Binky, give us the question. Alrighty, so uh, this is a submission from at Grimy Custodian on Twitter. Thank you, at Grimy Custodian. Uh, and it is, who would win a youth group leader versus a camp counselor? In a uh, fight? Yeah, that was all the context that we got. And whenever we get no context for the verses, I generally assume it is a bloodlusted battle. So um, I think we could do two rounds with this one. Okay. I think we could do a youth group leader versus a camp counselor in like in a fight right because that's funny (laughs) but then we could also do youth group leader versus camp counselor and they have to sway the opinions of a group of 30 children yeah like aged roughly like 11 to 17 yeah the emo age yeah 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 yeah, perfect yeah all right in a fight camp counselor camp counselor's got a pocket knife yeah. Oh, youth, fuck. Youth group leader has a bludgeoning <laughs> weapon in the form of a Bible. I was going to say, youth group leader, a lot of youth group leaders I've met, you can just tell by the look in their eye. They have a shit ton of pent up rage. <laughs> See, that's True. what I was thinking. That's what yeah. I was thinking is that they are so repressed that yeah. they are ready to, if they get bloodlusted, they'll fuck somebody up. Yeah, but. But the camp counselor does have a pocket knife. <laughs> the po- camp counselor has a pocket knife. They also spend all their time outdoors. Yeah. Which, like, I was a camp counselor. Deep secret, hidden, super secret Tommy lore. I was a camp counselor for a period of time, and that was probably the height of my physical fitness because I spent all my time walking around, climbing trees, getting into shit I wasn't supposed to. Youth group leaders just sit in a room and read stories from like 2,000 years ago and then talk about them. Yeah. Right. Though they do do a lot of like games and food challenges, at least from the youth groups I was in when I was a child. Super secret, hidden, dark. Tommy Lord. Terrible Tommy <laughs> past. I was in youth groups, and now I'm not. I uh, feel like this gets into the kind of territory where it's like, who would win in a fight? Like a dude with a black belt or a dude who uh, is really pissed? I feel like the dude who's really pissed is going to go for the more, like, the lower the the lower shots, you know? They're going to cut, yeah. they're going to cut, they're going to go for right to the dick, you know? That's the <laughs> thing. Because, like, a camp counselor, you know, they're going to have all these strats, they're gonna, they're gonna be like, oh, I have a pocket knife. Oh, I can lay traps in the wilderness uh, so that they'll fall into my <laughs> spikes. Christ. And the youth group leader is literally just gonna go up to them and take a big chomp out of their fucking neck. I think, I think that the youth group leader. <laughs> okay, I think camp counselor's gonna take it just mm-hmm. because youth group leaders, while in their eyes there's a lot of pent up rage, mm-hmm. there's also some like scrawny, out of shape motherfuckers who are yeah. youth group leaders versus every camp counselor I've seen, not every, 
The majority of camp counselors I've seen are pretty in shape, like Tommy was talking about. Do carry pocket knife, and they, man, they like to fight. Yeah. They like to fight. They like to fight. See, okay, hold on a second. I feel like you guys have had some different different experiences with camp counselors. Like, because you guys grew up in, like, fucking bumfuck nowhere. Like, you guys have, like, the most redneck camp counselors ever. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I, do re- I do remember the camp counselors I worked with. Like, I would just sit there and, like, listen to stories, and then one of them would be like, hey, you want to listen to this one time? I almost died. And I'd be like, sure, go for yeah. it. And then they'd tell me, and I'd be like, yeah, you did almost die there, huh, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like they get into all sorts of shit all the time Yeah, for no fucking reason. Just because, like, you're in the middle of the woods, and, like, when you're not teaching kids how to make a fire or read a book, you're fucking just sitting around with your thumb up your ass. And in that period of time, <laughs> yeah. you do all sorts of fucking crazy shit. <laughs> yeah, see, my experience with the camp counselors have been, like, shit-ass 23-year-olds at the best. That's me. Who are just kind of trying to, like, flirt with the lady camp counselors. Uh, That's not, and uh, then it goes to, like, teens who, were, teens who are camp counselors for, like, the younger kids who wish they weren't even there. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. I, I see what you're saying. I see that. As far as the general camp counselor goes, yeah, sure, they might have a pocket knife, but they're not that savvy. They can't do much. But a youth group leader, every single one of them wants to fucking just kick somebody's ass. <laughs> All of them. All right. I'm, I have the power of God. I'm going to take, <laughs> <I'm gonna> take <laughs> camp counselor on this one. Six out of ten. Yeah, I can see right. that. I can, I'll, I can get behind that. Who could who could sway a group of 30 children? Youth group leader. Camp counselor. Let me tell you my reasoning uh, what? first. What? Let me tell you my reasoning first. Okay. Tommy and I both worked at the same summer camp for mm-hmm. a period of years. Okay. As, can, as counselors. Yeah. The staff had about 120 people. Yeah. And I would say all of 11 of them were equipped <laughs> to handle a child uprising. Um, a lot... <laughs> I okay. think was that a common thing that would happen? Was that a threat? No, I'm just saying that a lot of the time camp counselors don't know shit except for how to teach, you know, eight year olds how to tie a knot, and then whenever some shit hits the fan, they run and get the director. Like like their their area mm. director. Right. And so like, yeah, I, I I'm taking youth group leader because like that's their whole thing is like reaching out to kids and connecting with them. Versus yeah. a lot of the time camp counselors do it um to stay in a cabin in the woods for a few months and get a neat badge. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, See, uh, yeah. That's fair because I guess like camp counselors, they only have to do it for a little bit. But youth group leaders, they kind of have to like that's their stay on that grind. They do know? have to keep the kids coming back. That's true. Yeah, they but like keep them coming back, Marcus. I do, I do implore you to consider that at the camp camp that we worked at, we had 120 staff members. But routinely would have, like, almost a thousand campers in the camp. Yeah. So that's roughly, like, 10 to 12 kids per person. Yeah. And some classes would have more. Like, I taught that's first, first aid, and I, I had, like, fucking 30 kids in that class. Yeah. And I had to deal with my coworker too, yeah. who was, like, just a massive idiot. And, like, I think camp counselors are pretty well equipped i think they're more equipped than you give them Uh, credit for because also they can just be like hey i'm gonna like let's just go in the woods and look at like cool animals and the kids are like cool that sounds like fun (laughs) like like i think like because we're we're talking about this in like two people trying to sway a group of 30 kids if some guy walked up to me in his fucking like collared shirt with a sweater over it and his like corduroy pants and his like long immaculately kept beard 
and his Bible, and he was just like, hey, you guys want to learn about the word of God? And some other motherfucker, she just tumbles out of, like, the bushes, and she's covered head to toe in, like, bite marks and scratches, and, <laughs> and she's just like, here, you guys want to fucking see a bear? I'd be like, I'm going with bear lady. Every time, 10 out of 10. See, that's my thing on this, is that the camp counselors, over the course of however long the camp is, they have so much of a better bond mm-hmm. with the with the campers than, like, a youth group leader. Like, youth group leaders, they're in the long game, right? Yeah. Over time, they might develop that bond, but the camp counselor, if they're fucking dope, Every kid's gonna fucking love them. They will have so much sway with those kids. They can do whatever they want. Um, also, Tommy, not to like get on your math or anything, but uh, one thousand to one twenty is one to eight approximately. Um, not one to twelve. <laughs> Just yeah. Um, I uh, this is one of the times where it's very unfortunate that this is an audio only medium. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tommy's beating me the fuck up right now over this. Just so you guys know. I okay. I'll I'll agree with you, Binky. That, like, kids respond to what's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I Tommy taught fire safety to, like, 35 kids, and that same summer, probably um, 70 yards away... Started fires? I, I taught fire safety to eight kids <laughs> every week. <laughs> yeah. And, um, holy shit, those kids loved me. Which, I don't blame them, because, you know, I'm pretty much the coolest motherfucker on the block. But also, Tim... That didn't matter because they would they wouldn't listen to me. They were all shitheads. They wanted to be cool, and they thought the way to be cool was to do dumb shit and light things on fire. <laughs> they they did they did like you though. Oh yeah, they, they did you like did you, sway though. them to your side. If yeah. some some motherfucker came up with the Bible and was like, "You want to learn about the Word of God?" They're like, "We got fire safety to learn about, dude." <laughs> Gotta learn how to put out this fire, fam. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, exactly. You, you're talking about burning bushes. We can't have that. I think. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, I think I think Cam Counselor is gonna take this one because, like, I all mean, right, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alrighty, Marcus, you wanna hit us up with something? Oh yeah. Legends get passed down over time. Something Greek, something Roman, something Nordic. Uh, fuck this. Okay, who would win in a fight? Achilles, <laughs> like, uh. Achilles heel, that that same guy versus a, the staff of Achilles. So Achilles versus Achilles. Do do the staff of the Achilles know that they're fighting Achilles? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, the staff of the Achilles has two months prep time. Oh. Mm. Oh damn. I think it might have to go to the Chili staff. Yeah, like that's pretty like, extensive prep time. Yeah, that's a lot of prep time. Well, here's and... the thing. Here's the thing. They in this universe, uh-huh. they know of Achilles. They know his feats. Uh huh. However, they don't know about his heel. They don't know about his feet. Oh, they don't know about... <laughs> they know about his feet, but they don't know about his feet. <laughs> that's the best one yet, baby. <laughs> um, okay, okay, that's a little bit different. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's different. I'm going to give it to Achilles then. Because, like, Achilles had to wade through, like, 30 battles before somebody was eventually, like, just got a lucky shot and just managed to hit him in the foot or something. But, like, I don't think, I don't think a staff of Achilles, even with... Two months prep time. Unless unless they were, like, just knew he has a weak spot, that might yeah. give them the the edge. But, like, Achilles is literally invincible. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I think I think Achilles could do it. Okay, two months of prep time. If I thought someone invincible was coming up against me and mm-hmm. I had to prep or die, I would... Like, he's invincible, but that doesn't mean he can do anything, you know? Mm, like, I would, I would barricade the entire place... Also, buy a bunch of guns. Mm. And when, buy a bunch of guns, you say. <laughs> and lure him in. If we have a shit ton of... I don't want to get political here, guys. But if we got a shit ton of AKs, right? And yeah. Achilles wanders into Achilles. 
And every single staff member is hiding and waiting. And as soon as he walks in the middle of a room, we light his fucking ass up. One of those bullets is bound to hit him in the heel. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fair. fair. I think, like, if you wanted to take a less, like, fucking spray and pray approach, you right. might be able to, like, lure him into the chilies, and he'd come in looking for a fight. You got a trap set up. You swing a table into him. Doesn't matter how invincible you are. You're getting knocked around by a fucking. This is how you know Tommy was a camp counselor. He's thinking about traps. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. This man always talks about mousetrap. Nothing else. Mousetrap this. Mousetrap that. But like when he falls, you can just put like a bunch of tables on top of him. That's true. Keep him bound to the ground, and then you can just get one of those steak knives they use for the chili fajitas, and then you just stab him a whole bunch of times until you find his weak spot, and then he poofs into experience points of money <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that's under the assumption that you know he has a weak spot somewhere yeah or one of the staff members is just a torturous son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> i mean how many people are staffed at a chili's like 20 30 people I don't sometimes know. 40 total let's say i'm not like i'm thinking like the entire staff so not just like people who are there oh like, everybody gets called <laughs> in for the shift yeah 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 everybody yeah. they're just like you cannot ask off for this shift <laughs> This is the fucking Black Friday of chilies. This is the Super Bowl of chilies. The GM yeah. sends out an email, and it's like, it's the Smash trailer where it's like, everyone is here. <laughs> yep, that's right, folks. We're still on the Smash train. Yep, that's right. <laughs> Choo-choo! Listen, it hasn't stopped. <laughs> so we're taking a chilies. I think, I think it's we're the, taking a chilies. I think it's the chilies. Yeah. Also, because Achilles is um still used to, like, Greek weapons, so he's gonna come in with a spear and a brass shield. Yeah, and the yeah. people from the Chili's are gonna pop out, and they've got like, like even a, a cocktail mixer is made out of more durable shit than brass and bronze. Yeah, that's Wait, fair. hold it's on be, a like, second. Bean him in the head. Hold on a second. Does Achilles have a chariot? Uh, oh fuck. He, he I don't drove, think it, he chariot. drove there in a chariot. <laughs> he parked inside. If he can get him outside, then he can use it. But like, I don't yeah, think I don't it's think, gonna fit through that double. Yeah, door. No, he would, he would run the horse through the door. Like, <laughs> I don't think it's gonna fit, Binky. It will. You don't. I don't the think horse. He would, he would run the horse. Oh my the god! The horse. The horse. Listen, guys. <laughs> Achilles doesn't have the horse. You said he has a chariot, and you said he drove it there. He has the horse. Well, it was tied up to to donkeys. All right, so to the people... Listen, listen. So he's got donkey from Shrek. No, 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 no. To the people who don't know this yet, who are new listeners, the horse is the one and only horse. There's only one horse in existence. We figured that out at a previous episode, Mm -hmm. and it kind of, like, pretends to be every single horse that you've ever seen. Yeah. Um, And it has uh, unlimited godly powers. Mm -hmm. Now, if Achilles has the horse... Achilles could could not defeat. No, yeah. Achilles could not defeat. If Achilles has the horse, then of course the Chili's is going to be going down. But what if the Chili's has Goku on their side? We're not doing (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) We're not pitting the horse against Goku. Achilles the... The horse. No, we didn't. I'm just saying if he was there, then he would win. We're not giving it to him. Achilles takes it. No. Achilles can You said. Himself. You said. You said. You said, Marcus. You said he has a chariot. That was tied to donkeys. No. What yeah, the fuck? That's true. Name one chariot you've ever seen that it has donkeys on it. The that one, one in Shrek. Shrek. Yeah. One in Shrek. Eat my ass, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> it's over, dude. I have the high ground, buddy. <laughs> All right, Number I one, think... no, no, I'm not done with this one. No, Achilles has the horse. Achilles wins. Okay, Tim. All whatever right. you say, uh, Tim. Okay, Tim. Just put the gun down, buddy. Let's, okay, I'm done with this one. I'm done. We're taking. Let's carry on. Okay. All right. Uh, our our next question comes in the form of a Reddit question from. Um, it's posted by user Gecko versus the state. Um, 
Who's the strongest Pokemon a man with a machine gun could kill? Shit. The strongest Pokemon a man with a sh- machine gun could yeah. kill. It's, the rules are a statistically average American male and a machine gun that has infinite ammo. Oh, shit. Charizard. I think he could take a Charizard. I think he could take a Charizard as well. Could, I think there's something stronger that he could, could take. Could he though. take Kyogre? No, no, I'm sorry. No, I don't wrong. think you could take a Kyogre or a Groudon. They're just too big. They yeah. are so big. Uh, he could take a Waylord, because yeah. that thing's so yeah. light. He could just pop it. Yeah. <laughs> well, they got a lot of flubber. Yeah, that's fair. Would the bullets get to its uh, meat zones? <laughs> I think <laughs> if he had an zone. infinite amount of bullets, they yeah. might. <laughs> but before the before Waylord uses it... Surf, uses <laughs> Whirlpool, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, man. Fuck you. <laughs> What about a Dragonite? That is pretty strong. Oh, man. Yeah. What's, think... uh, what's Dragonite's good moves? He's got Thunder Punch. Um, seismic fly, Toss. T- seismic Toss. Yeah. How fast is Dragonite? Is he pretty fast? Uh, no, he's kind of bulky. Mm. I think I think if if he had enough distance, he would be able to fucking just mow down a yeah. Dragonite before it gets to him. Yeah, because if Dragonite's flying towards him and he's shooting the machine gun, Dragonite's just going to ram into the bullets with his head and, like, there yeah. Well, wait, Dragonite also knows... Mock speed though, or extreme speed. Oh, extreme speed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. He might. He might be able to kill Dragonite. If but the Dragonite. Me. If the Dragonite thinks the the gun and the bullets are just like a weird Pokemon move and tries to like tank it before yeah. it can hit him. Yeah. And then he just like fucking pop pop. <laughs> I think that's what would happen. It would only take a couple shots to knock out the Dragonite. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Do you think he could take Mewtwo? Not no. not Mewtwo from the Pokemon movie, just like a Mewtwo. A Mewtwo. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. Um, probably not. I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think like his his psychic powers would be yeah, enough. It's too to much. Like, yeah. He knows barrier, so like oh, yeah. yeah. And Mewtwo is like super mobile too. Yeah, Mewtwo is really fast. Um, could he take? Uh, could he take, could he take any of the Reggies? Ooh. Ooh, the Reggie, Reggie Rock, Reggie Steel. I don't think he could take Reggie Steel, but no. I think I think there's a case to be made for taking against Reggie Steel. Or not Reggie Steel, uh, Reggie Ice. Yeah, I what think about, Reggie Ice he could take. I feel like it would be more likely for him to take Reggie Rock than Reggie Ice. I think a yeah. gun beats Ice more than a gun beats Rock. Yeah, too. I think. Well, I mean, I think he could take both. Honestly, this is living Ice. <laughs> I think he could take both. I uh, think he could take Reggie Rock and Reggie Ice. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. I, Those yeah, are probably that's, that's probably the strongest thing. He could You're take. saying that Reggie Rock and Reggie Ice are stronger than like fucking Dragonite. I, I think they are. Yeah, they're legendaries. Are they? Yeah. yeah. They're they're the three like legendary things from the Hoenn region, right? Shit, I'm sorry. They're just such fucking common Pokemon cards. I, oh, yeah. I, I felt like that's there. Man, um, we've we've went into a lot of versus extreme lore this episode. So me and Tommy were both camp counselors, and Binky collects Pokemon cards. Yeah. Sorry to out you like that, Dad. Come on, dude. What the hell? <laughs> it's okay. okay, Tim. I'll I'll be there with you in solidarity. I do I used not... to play a lot of a lot of Magic the Gathering. Marcus there. did too. There. Marcus did it. too. Marcus did too. Also, I do not currently own a Reggie Ice, Reggie Seal, or Reggie Rock Pokemon card. I was talking purely about the Pokemon trading card online game. Mm. Oh, gotcha. Um, which I don't know if the uh, pull rates are different online. I'm continuing to out myself as we continue the conversation. <laughs> you, we gave you the shovel, and then you just started digging just and digging, digging and, and you're digging. Out of that hole. Tim, you're all the way down there. Which also big surprise. The, the host of this podcast are big nerds. Big nerds. Oh, Damn. wow! I can't believe everybody found out our secret. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> now it's time for a good old classic. Uh, not really a classic, but a return to a good one. Nice. Boys, it is time for Bop Banger 
jam. God, I Hell love Bob yes. Banger jam, dude. Just for a uh, just for a refresher uh, on how this game works, I asked Tim and Tommy to both come up with three songs. We'll deliberate over whether they are Bop bangers or jams, uh, and then we'll go through a lightning round where uh, I give them the song and they uh, they determine what it mm. is. Okay. Um, Binky starts off. Wait, but I went first last time. Yeah, is that's fair. Gonna, Tommy, your turn. Is this, what, okay. I mean, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't, I didn't go for a fucking shit yeah. answer this oh, time. Oh yeah, the forbidden you, fourth you, dog shit. You, you better, you better be glad I didn't go with my originals because Marcus walked into the the recording area today and was like, "All right, our uh, our bit today is Bop Banger Jam," and my mind immediately went, "I'm gonna pick Nickelback songs." <laughs> <laughs> so dog you better be fucking glad I didn't do one that. of them. All right. Um, so my three songs are Wagon Wheel, uh, Rock Me Mama Anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah. um, Journey, Don't Stop Believing, uh, a classic, okay. and, uh, Avenge Sevenfold, Afterlife. Oh, Fuck, dude. Um, uh, Wagon Wheel is a bop. Wagon Wheel's a bop. I feel like Wagon Wheel's a bop. Although, yeah. in specific situations, it can't be a banger. <laughs> Elaborate. Please. <laughs> Have you ever been to, like, okay, I, I... This is this is gonna sound weird, but have you ever been to like any kind of like just like local band playing? There's always some motherfucker that's gonna be like, play wagon wheel, and everybody else is gonna be like, yeah, play wagon wheel oh every God. fucking time. Yeah, that's fair, but that still makes it a. I, I still a bop. Those people are just. Fucks. Oh yeah, it's a bop most of the time. I'm just saying that like when a crew a crew gets it and they're just like in it, they're like, and a bunch of people want it played, uh, then it's a banger. Would it be a banger like a true banger? If there was, like, a metal cover? Yes. <laughs> I'm sure there is. What about a Screamo cover? Hold on. Metal <laughs> cover. Do you think they have Wagon Wheel Nightcore? Oh, my God. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Wagon Wheel Pop Punk cover. Jam alert. Vargas, no. This <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a fucking early 2000s Disney, like, iCarly-esque oh TV God. show opening. Oh <laughs> I almost wish you guys could see us because I stayed rolling my eyes. Yeah, Tim, Tim is completely unfazed by this. All right, we got to go to the next one. That's a that's a bop. Okay, okay. a bop. Uh, don't stop believing. I'm of the jam. opinion this is a jam. I, I think, think it's, it's a jam. jam. Uh, and I guess that leaves Afterlife as the banger. Yeah, yeah. Afterlife yeah. is a banger. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, alrighty, guys. Mine are uh, Jolene. Buff. Fuck. Ring of Fire. Fuck. And Total Eclipse of the Heart. Fuck. Well, Jolene's a bop. <laughs> well, well, I'd say it's a jam. Hold on. I'd say Ring of Fire's jam. Mm, but I was going to say that Total Eclipse of the Heart is was... a banger. That's fair. Yep. Yep. No, Total Eclipse of the Heart is a banger. Okay. Total Eclipse of the Heart's a banger. Ring of Fire and Jolene. Yeah, Jolene's bop. Ring of Fire's a j- jam. What? Yep. Yeah. Yep. But Ring of Fire is just like... Okay, I feel like it's like a... It's not like... The way you would conventionally think of a bop, but mm-hmm. when I hear Ring of Fire, I'm not jamming out. I'm bopping, man. I'm in it you. to That's win fair. it. Yeah, yeah like I'm I, I definitely but I'm also not hard. jamming out to Jolene. Like I, I, I feel like Jolene and you don't jam out to Jolene. I mean, I listen to Jolene. I love that song, but in my heart, it's a bop, not a yeah. Band. Like I'm okay, jam. Binky, this is the way I'm looking at it. Okay, Ring okay. of Fire and Jolene separately are both bops. However, they cannot both be bops in yes. this list, and so I think that Jolene is a bop only because Ring of Fire is closer to jam on the spectrum than Jolene is. Fine. Yeah, that's Fine. that's what I was thinking. No, okay, yeah, sure. 
Sorry, too. No, it's fine. Because, I mean, honestly, <laughs> as long as Total Eclipse of the Heart is, like, considered 100% to be the banger. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then I'm fine. Uh, cool. Marcus, do you have three? Or are you just going to do the yeah, lightning round? Yeah, we're going to do the lightning round, baby. Uh, okay. All right, here we go. Ready? Okay. Three, two, one. Radio Gaga by Queen. Uh, I have not jam. heard that. Californication by Red Hot Chili Peppers. Bop. That's a bop. Uh, Hotel California by the Eagles. That's a jam. Fuck yeah, it's a jam. Float on by Modest Mouse. Oh my that's god, a that's a that's a that's a jam. That's a jam. Bulls, that's a Bulls on Parade Wait, by no. Machine. Banger, banger, it's a banger. <laughs> <laughs> Do I want to know by Arctic Monkeys? Ah, uh, uh, fuck, that's that's a, a jam. Buddy by Willie Nelson. I don't know that fucking song. You guys what? don't know Buddy by Willie Nelson? I might if I heard it, but I don't. It's like in um, Parks and Rec in season seven. Tommy, I know this means nothing to you. <laughs> but in season seven, whenever Ron's like uh, kayaking across the lake and it's like, walk with me, buddy. Oh. Just with me, buddy. That's a jam. Yeah. Down right. ladder, get the best of me, buddy. That's a jam. Yeah. yeah. It's a good song. That, yeah. Man, that song, when they played that, got me in the feels. Dude. It did, dude. It's a good song. Tommy, you have to watch Parks and Rec. You gotta watch Parks and Rec. And we're gonna Bobby. keep saying it every episode until you fucking watch it. Like, hey. and it's like, it's not like it's like it's just such. Uh, you just gotta watch it, dude. Skip okay. the first two seasons. Skip the first two seasons. Fuck dude. Mark fuck, Brandanowitz. Fuck Mark Brandanowitz. What a fucking jag. What a fucking chotch. Uh, sorry <laughs> to interrupt your lightning round, Marcus. No, that's it. That's the end. Uh, okay. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. What was this? Okay, there were two ones here that me and Tommy disagreed on. Radio Gaga by Queen. No, no, no. The after that. Californication. After that. Hotel California. After that. Float on. Yeah. That's a jam. Or no, that's a bop. Sorry. No, it's a, a jam. No, that's a bop. I feel like you don't remember how that song goes. Yeah. It is kind of a bop. It's or kind of, it's kind of a jam. It's kind of a jam. It's like a bop. Because like, uh, like, I'll admit the chorus is kind of like a bop, but then like the verses. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. 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 I was like, just thinking of the, the chorus. You know, uh, I heard that song described very well the other day. Uh-huh. Uh, Float on by Modest Mouse. The verses sound like he's being sprayed with a water hose as he's singing them. <laughs> I backed my car into a cop car the other day. Or like, like if he's a cat and you're just spraying him with the like spray bottle. Yeah. <laughs> that song is one of those songs that I heard so long ago and I never knew what it was. I never knew what it was called, but it was always stuck in my head. It had been yeah, stuck dude. in my head for so long and it wasn't up until like maybe a year or two ago when I found out what it was and mm. i i fucking love that song it's man. such a good one dude bulls on parade though by rage against the machine oh my god Ugh, that shit's a fucking Tommy, i know you never I'm had sorry. a metal phase i didn't I'm and also so you never played tony hawk pro skater 2 <laughs> i did play tony hawk pro skater 2 hey, but i know bulls on I, parade i don't think I, I i only just fucked around in like the like free, no, 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 free skate I, thing okay because i didn't have a playstation we actually talked about this um freshman year in my dorm because i was like i was talking about rage against the machine and our friend trevor he was like uh, I don't know Rage Against the Machine. And I was like, yeah, you do. You played Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. And he was like, yeah. And no, I was he like, didn't. He played Underground. No, he, uh, somebody played Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. Anyway, it doesn't matter. That was me. Y- yeah, yeah. It was me and you, Tim. And so, like, we were talking about it, and I was like, because you played the PlayStation version, and I played the Nintendo 64 version. Yeah. And they have two different soundtracks, which is yeah. weird. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah, because I called my dad, and I was like, Dad, tell Tim that Bulls on Parade by Rage Against the Machine is on Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. And my dad was like, it is. <laughs> <laughs> actually, amazing. I think I was. Com- I think that one actually is on the PlayStation version. I think I was. I think I was in too deep into the conversation, <laughs> and wow. I didn't want to be wrong at that point. <laughs> <laughs> and so I just kept fucking hard. Like I would not concede my point, but I'm pretty sure the that truth was it. Comes out. I really. I remember that being on the PlayStation version. All right, this bit's ran its course. Okay. <laughs> we, need a, we need a new question. Uh, okay, I have a submission. Uh, this it. one comes from at McLoudy420. 
Thank you, at NickLoudy420. It is Schoolium Fancyson with any stand from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure versus Squidward Tentacles with a shine gun um, oh my from Naruto. God. So, any stand? Any stand. That includes so, the world. Oh my god. So, the world! I don't know much about JoJo's. Tommy, Tommy's our resident JoJo's expert. Yeah. Tim is our resident Naruto expert. I also, I'm, I, I've seen a lot of JoJo's. Mm, yeah. But Tommy knows way more. And I'm our resident SpongeBob expert. <laughs> so, I'm kind of, I'm kind of neutered in this one because... A lot of the most powerful stands in JoJo come after part five. Seriously? And I don't know how, I don't know if Tim would be okay with me just fucking dumping on some fucking no. broke ass, stupid as shit stands. Okay, I won't. Yeah. I'll, just, I'll just draw from, up until I'll, need to, I'll need to make sure I have the refresher correct of which parts they're from. See, but there's a few that are okay. fucking. Dude, the most powerful ones in in it would say I would say are the world. You know, the world is Tim, incredibly strong. Tim, um, can, can you get? Well, can you? While Tommy's looking that up, Tim, can you explain to me like exactly what a stand is? Like, I know it's like okay, their so like power thing, but like yeah, it's like the manifestation of a fighter's kind of like energy. It's what they use to fight, and each one has a different like specific power that it uses. Um, that's a representation of the fighter's like strength. Okay. Um, like the world has the ability to stop time and the dude who uses it can like maneuver or can do whatever he wants in the amount of time like he has stopped. And so he can stop time for like, I think at the beginning it was only like a couple seconds, but as it goes on, he can stop time for like multiple, like, yeah, like, he a can long stop time. time for up to 10 seconds by the end of it. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Which okay. is, or like 10, like stop time seconds, yeah, yeah, yeah. but like it's incredibly powerful, especially cause like. The, like, setting of JoJo's is all... It's, like... Like, it's got weird shit in it, but, like, 90% of the time, it's very grounded and, like, yeah. street-level kind of. Like, you're not... You don't have any... Well, most of JoJo isn't, like, super universal stuff. Like, yeah. you're, we're not fucking traveling to other planets and shit. Yeah. But, like, the ability to stop time is just, like, what the fuck? Um, okay, what about... What about... Like, what's the most impressive thing that the Sharingan's ever done? Yeah, I don't know much about the Sh Sharingan. Okay, so... Uh, let's start with Kakashi Sharingan uh, that we saw uh, near the beginning of the Naruto Shippuden uh, series. Uh, and he could fucking stare at you and just cut you in half. Shit. Yeah, like he literally took off his fucking eye thing and he just went, Sharingan! Uh, and he would just like stare at you and like the world would just bend around what he, whatever he was looking at and it would just... Cut it would just fuck you up, yeah. Cool. Uh, he cut off a dude's arm with it. Uh, it's not shit, very. Shit. It wasn't very easy for him to use it at the time. But also, Kakashi was not a very. He's not a natural born Uchiha, so he so, doesn't. It's harder for him, you know. Then can we can we make the concession that Squidward Tentacles in this fight is uh, he has a hyphenated last name and it's Squidward Uchiha Tentacles? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Does um, he have one of those fucking robes with the little like red clouds at the bottom? Oh, absolutely. yeah! Oh my <laughs> god! Jesus. Um, he's part of the Akatsuki, and each and each of his fucking tentacles have sandals on them, <laughs> like wooden, wooden <laughs> sandals. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, uh, and I know this gets into like Sharingan plus other stuff, um, but ult let's not discount Ultimate Tsukiyomi. Um, I think that's what it was called. Fuck, I haven't watched Naruto in too long. Yeah, that, that means something to me. Where Okay, this was the plan, was to use the power of this dude's eyes, uh, plus all the tailed beasts, um, to put everyone in the world to sleep. What the fuck? And to, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, and to like put them all under uh, Genjutsu. So Damn. where they would uh, be in a new world with no suffering. There's only there's only a few sands that I think could stand up to that kind of power. The yes. first is the world, which of course lets the user like freeze yeah. time. Right. Um, the second after the world is Heaven's Door, which is uh, if the stand. So like all stands have like a physical component and like their their ability yeah but if the physical component of heaven's door which is like a short dude with a big hat if he touches you he can like open your skin up like a book and then write on the book and change things about your personality so like one of the things one of the things that the user does is like he just opens somebody's face and writes i can't hurt and then like his name so like when he puts the book back or like when he folds the pages back the kid just can't like he physically can't attack yeah. That character because Damn. he just can't fucking. So like, if how if, fast can he do that though? Um, I let's see what's its speed stat. Also, another shot and gun feat is um uh, being able to summon a, a fire that can never be put out. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This is what it comes down to, me boys. I I don't know jack shit about either of these animes. <laughs> so this is what it comes down to me. What's more uh, impressive, Squilliam Fancy Sin going, <laughs> or. Or Squidward Uchiha tentacles going, Sharingan. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so say Mangekyo Sharingan. Mangekyo Sharingan. <laughs> like also, I did an impression. You guys have to now, too. Oh, no. oh my God. Do your Squidward tentacles impression. Call me first. <laughs> <laughs> your, t- your, your turn. Um, Mangek. Fuck. Uh, no, no, no. I'm trying again. I'm trying again. I'm gonna try again. Okay. Um. Uh, Kaioken. Uh. No, no, no. no. People of Earth, lend me your energy. <laughs> Fuck. Uh. People of Earth, lend me your energy. <laughs> Fuck. That's Squidward when he's like a teenager yeah. and he yeah. like wears glasses and gets beat up every day at school. <laughs> Attention, bikini bottom. Lend me your energy. <laughs> Fuck. Um. Squaying fancy sensei, muda 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 muda, is uh uh more funnier to me. So I'm taking him. That's pretty good. Um, yeah. See, okay, yeah, yeah. Not having the full the full understanding of the Sharingan, I am gonna have to go with Squaying fancy sensei with either the world or heaven store, just because like, yeah, like yeah. that's the thing is that it's I feel like anyone who has the world could take on pretty much anyone in Naruto because there's just not really the only com combat against that is to just kill him before he gets a chance to kill him in one hit yeah to kill him in one hit literally yeah i mean and with a shotting gun you could do that however i mean you know if squid if squilliam gets to jump on squidward yeah squilliam's gonna take it for sure with the the stand okay this might be the last time we do jojo's on this but I do want to tell you about one stand, Marcus, because okay. I think you'll like it. It's called Boys to Man. Oh, God. And the user can just steal components. Or, like, if he beats you at rock, paper, scissors, best two out of three, he can steal a third of your soul. And if he does it three times, you die. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and the, the section of the manga where it goes over that, or, like, the section of the anime where the, like, one of the characters fights the kid that has that stand is the fucking funniest, weirdest yeah. bullshit I've ever seen. I'm never That's gonna fucking watch. That's in part four, right? <laughs> That's in part four, right, Tommy? Yeah, it's in part four. Okay, that was that was hilarious. I was just like, I, I, I have all the luck, all of it. That so, kid was so dumb, man. He was I such a fucking him. idiot. Tommy, you have an original question to read. Okay. Yes. Um, so, Marcus, I know you have siblings, and Tim, I know you have siblings. So this is going to be an four, exercise man. of imagination for me, but. Imagine that you go home uh, to a family gathering. It's like Christmas or 
Easter or something that your family celebrates. Halloween. Halloween, yeah. Um, and you go home for your big Halloween Dixmas. dinner. And every sibling is there, and they've all, like, brought... If they have a significant other, they've brought them. And your the one of your siblings brings uh, your newest uh, in-law, who would be the worst brother-in-law? Composite Adam Sandler oh, or God. Composite Will Ferrell? Oh, God. Um, oh, no. Oh, fuck. I'm Adam gonna Sandler. Say, Adam Sandler's good. He's got a lot of bullshit. He's got Like, some. just... Imagine fucking Happy Gilmore. I was just gonna say, house, dude, like, <laughs> just Happy Gilmore and just Billy Madison. Right. <laughs> also, the dude from fucking Click, he just fucking skips through the whole meal, you know? Yeah. And so he just sits there like a, like a bump on a log, not doing anything. Yeah, and then yeah. Adam Sandler from 50 First Dates goes back and does it again. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but Composite Will Ferrell has Ricky Bobby. Composite nah. Will Ferrell has Step Brothers Will Ferrell. You know what? You're just making a better case of Will Ferrell. <laughs> Dude. Come Hold on. on a second. Also, uh, Composite Will Ferrell has the dad from the Lego movie. Ah, shit. So he's shit. an absolute chodge. Yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's an asshole. Mega chodge. <laughs> I think we can both agree that both of these guys are fucking awful. Yeah. It's just I like, think... who would you not... Because, like, Adam Sandler's characters, like, mostly end up doing good in the end. Like, Happy Gilmore did win the golf tournament. I, though he is, I guess, shitty. He does <laughs> like, beat the fuck out of that old man. Hey, Tim, movie. why don't you sneeze some more, bud? Hold on, guys. I have to go take some allergy medicine. Alright. I think I would rather have Will Ferrell. Lesser of two evils. Uh, Will Ferrell would be annoying as shit. Don't get me wrong. But Adam Sandler... I would, I would leave. I think if Adam Sandler stayed there with my family and I haven't, like, I haven't been home in six months because of various circumstances. I miss my mom and pa so much. But goddammit, if I went home and Adam Sandler was there for every second of it, composite Adam Sandler no less, I would leave. Yeah, like, Adam Sandler, like, okay, I already, I already, I can't stand that shit, man. People just fucking piss me the hell off. Like, people like that. I just yeah. punch him in the fucking face and leave. Yeah, I've seen him do it too. Yeah, no, um, <laughs> no. You guys have never seen him punch someone in the face. However, if it's real life Adam Sandler and real in real life Will Ferrell, I think I would take Adam Sandler. Really? Yeah, yeah. I've seen some behind the scenes stuff. Adam Sandler seems like a pretty chill dude. Will Ferrell looks like a cocky motherfucker. That is true. Will Ferrell does look like an asshole. Yeah, like he's mm. kind of those one of those guys who's just like I'm funny and I know it, and like I'm gonna make my own bits and like the best. Okay. Here's a little here's a little pro tip for everybody listening. If 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 you enjoy being funny, if you okay. enjoy like you know making goofs and gaffes with mm-hmm. your friends and stuff, trying to you know make people laugh, everyone likes doing it. I get it. But the the secret to it is to put out energy to where people can make goofs with you, and so yeah. it's not just like waiting for someone to say something and then you hop on and do your like condescending bullshit. I've met a lot of people like that who mm-hmm. people are like they're just so funny, and it's like well they they also have a smug shit eating grin the whole time that they do it, <laughs> and they're. Like arrogant as hell. Yeah. Are you trying to call me out? No. It's okay. n- no, that's not you, Tim. Tim, that's this is the person I'm describing is literally like my least favorite type of person. I have no one specific in mind. Gotcha. Okay. That's um, not true. I do. <laughs> <laughs> no one that you guys know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, also, I don't know. I feel like Will Ferrell because he's also elf. You know, it wouldn't be that bad because he's yeah kind of goofy. Oh yes. You know, he makes a fucking. He just likes racing and and Christmas. Yeah. yeah, but he is also the Anchorman guy, so he does do oh, cocaine. Oh, God. Okay, so he's coked <laughs> Hold up on a second. Christmas, you know? Fuck. Oh, my God. I might have to take he, Adam Sandler. He's also like... the guy from Blades of Glory. 
So he likes ice skating. <laughs> okay, I take it back. I would hate to have Will Ferrell as a brother. Composite Will Ferrell <laughs> as a brother. You would rather have Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, guy from Click, fucking the wedding singer, <laughs> the wedding singer Tim. You would rather have the wedding singer over the, the anchor man. Yes. Why? Damn. Because the anchor man, dude. He's racist, sexist, uh, homophobic. Oh yeah, that's true. Like, I forgot yeah, about that. Holy shit, I, yeah, Dan! Sorry, I, sorry, listeners. It's been a long time since I've seen that movie, and <laughs> you're absolutely right, Tim. Yeah. yeah. Although I think they both have done their fair share of those kind of things because, yeah, like, a shit. lot of Adam Sandler's best movies came from like late '90s, early 2000s, where that it's is like, true. Yeah. Eh, political correctness. Yeah. And, like, yeah. <laughs> and it's like a bunch of. Yeah, yeah. Adam Sandler movies have a bunch of Octavio bits where it's like, it's funny because he's Mexican, which is like, yeah, that's, yeah not, that's true. Yeah, but also someone who your fave is problematic. <laughs> yeah, Will Ferrell uh, is just so blatantly problematic in the Anchorman movies. Yeah. So blatant about it, like I cannot deal with that shit. That's man. fair. Okay, can we just say that um, no matter who our, uh, our siblings come home with, that we're leaving. We disown our whole family yeah. yep. for yep. allowing this to happen. Okay, great. Because at this point, they're a brother-in-law. So that means they had to get married. Yep. No, they already got married. Yep. Fuck. Okay. All right, Bumpy, you got uh, another one for us? Yeah. Uh, this is our final Reddit submission, or Reddit question. Um, it is posted by user not underscore reverse underscore flash underscore. And the question is, Calvin and Hobbes have a new babysitter tonight. Vicky from the Fairly Odd Parents. Calvin is trying to, trying to drive Vicky insane, or perhaps uh, scare her away. Uh, can he do so before Vicky tortures the fight out of him? Uh, in round one, neither of them have any technology. And in round two, Vicky can have every device she's ever used to torture Timmy. But Calvin can also have any tech or power he's ever had, minus omnipotence. So that means he can, like, he has the uh, transmogrifier, so he can turn into, like, an elephant or, like, oh, some fuck. crazy shit. He also has the duplicator, so he can make, like, copies of himself. Oh, fuck. Um, so... All right, it's it's got a better name than the duplicator, but it's the one that wh- the yeah. one what let him make a bunch of himself. I think yeah. Calvin takes it both rounds, honestly. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like Vicky, what's the worst thing that Vicky's ever done to Timmy's? Like wash the dishes. peel onions. Yeah, shit like that. Mm. Yeah. Versus like Calvin, Calvin, you know what? First round, Calvin pees on her. Second round, okay. In- Calvin, Calvin duplicates himself and pees on her twice. In the comics, <laughs> Calvin doesn't pee on people. Okay, well he would though. Okay. Would he though? Okay. Hold on, but also think about it this way. Think about how old is Calvin? Like what? Eight? Seven? Seven? I yeah. think he's seven or seven or eight. Yeah. Imagine if when you were seven years old, if you got some like sixteen-year-old girl yelling at you, like she screamed so loud, man. Honestly, if I was that age, I'd probably just start crying. Yeah, like, but but Calvin does. Calvin's like made out of different shit than everybody yeah, else. He his that's like fair. his sole goal in life is to like have fun. And absolutely fuck over anybody in authority. <laughs> yeah, that is fair. That is fair. Um, I but, think, I think Vicky might be able to take him if she has like technology, but I don't think she would be able to take him first round because because yeah. Calvin's just too much of a shit. He's See, just too much. I don't think Vicky would be able to take Calvin if Calvin has this technology, but That's I think fair. Vicky might be able to take it round one because she's just such a god. She's just a fuck. Just a fucking. She's, she's so icky. She's just so icky. She is <laughs> icky so Vicky. icky. Yeah, that's oh. true. Hey, Vicky, you're so icky. Just the thought of being around you makes, makes me, me oh so sicky. Oh so sicky. Oh god, Calvin also has stupendous man. 
So he's like got like minor superpowers. Yeah, that's yeah. I but think, that's only in round two, right? Yeah, that's only in round two. So, I think round two, Calvin takes it every time. Oh yeah, for sure. I think round one, Vicky might have a chance. I think okay, I can. I'm down with Vicky might have a chance. I think that Calvin takes it round one, six out of ten. Calvin takes it round two, eight out of ten. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I feel like you guys are over. Like I'm not trying to say you're overestimating Calvin because I mean clearly he's a you know what a kid. Mm-hmm. Am I right? What a kid. <laughs> what a kid. Yeah. That what a kid. Hell of a guy. Kid. But if there is anyone, if there is anyone who can knock down the spirit of any kid anywhere, it is Vicky, right? Yeah. It is Vicky. She is just yeah. unrelenting in her abuse. She is just That's fair. an yeah. absolute monster. And and the only, like, like Calvin's parents are, like, they're, they just, like, put up with a lot of his shit, but they don't really ever, like, like do just mean shit to him yeah like, i don't he, think he's he used to that bullied at school sometimes and like but like his his actual babysitter she's like in college she's like trying to go to like med school or something yeah and she's like super nice and she only gets like pissed whenever calvin does dumb shit so he's never really come up against a fucking force of nature like vicky yeah so i think her. like she might be able to catch him off i think the first round is like anybody's game Depending on like who, five five, maybe yeah, probably five five. Just Shit, I don't know. I think Vicky might take it. Yeah, seven you guys out of 10. talking about Vicky? I think I think Vicky takes it six out of ten at least. At least in the, the first, first round? round, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, the only thing like tip, uh, Calvin could probably get like some water balloons and hide up in his his tree fort and just drop them on her and then yeah. kick her in the head when she tries to get up there. <laughs> but uh, that's how um, he takes it four out of ten. Yeah, right. <laughs> the four the four times he gets up to his yeah. thing. Yeah, um, I don't but, know. I think that's only three out of ten because I think Vicky could just like scale the tree with her bare hands and just maybe. like <laughs> she she is fucking driven to just fucking hurt yeah. kids yeah so she really is i think um, she would get bloodlusted i think if he started hiding in a tree and kicking her and throwing water balloons at her she would just get more and more bloodlusted <laughs> uh but i think round two like vicky has has problems with one calvin cannot take three calvins For cannot sure. take stupendous man For cannot sure, take yeah. calvin as an elephant right <laughs> but and and calvin does have Hobbs. he does have a fucking tiger yeah, yeah. That's true. And Hobbs so I think in round Vicky. one, Hobbs is just his sock puppet self. Yeah. But in round two, he definitely has a fucking tiger. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm down with that. Cool. And then I think our last question That's is a, a submission from Tim. It is. Well, it's not a submission from Tim. This well, no. one actually comes from Bad Disco Duck on Twitter. Thank you, at Bad Disco Duck on Twitter. Uh, and it is... Uh, 12 four-year-olds versus one angry graffiti artist who could cause more property damage. 12, year- 12 four-year-olds. Oh, hold on. The 12 four-year-olds, they all have Sharpies. 12 four-year-olds. 12 four-year-olds. What 12 the hell? 12 four-year-olds. 12 four-year-olds. Okay. Half the time, when graffiti artists put shit on walls, it just makes the thing, the property value of the thing go up because they're like, Banksy <laughs> drew on this. It's worth $3 million now. Yeah, it depends no, on, like- but it's not Banksy. It's like some fucking... Shit ass motherfucker from the yeah, it's some some degenerate who is just like writing his name on everything. I still think twelve four year olds with sharpies with sharpies. Yeah, like, are they is is their goal to cause property damage, or do the twelve four year olds just have sharpies? I think they just have sharpies. And here's okay, okay. I think they're both of the okay. Let's say both of the goals are to cause property damage, but here's the thing. I feel like one graffiti artist is a lot more inconspicuous than 12 four-year-olds. If it's 12 four-year-olds, the cops are going to be like, oh my god, we have a bunch of kids running around with Sharpies, we gotta round them up. Mm. And also, these four-year-olds, like, four-year-olds are stupid as fuck. 
I don't yeah. know if you guys have met four-year-olds, oh, no. but they're the dumbest motherfuckers this side of the fucking Mississippi. It's like you get like one, two, three, increase in intelligence. They hit four years old, instant drop back down to freshly <laughs> born. Line, yeah. 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 Um, so, like, they're so stupid and, like, they're distracted by everything. They might do a little bit of Sharpie damage, but they just gotta like, be like, why am I doing this? Let me go, I don't know, eat a booger. Tim, <laughs> Tim I agree with you that, like, if, like authority is involved i think graffiti artists could escape them and do more damage over time yeah however if like they're given an hour to just go run wild and do their shit Hmm. i think it's going to be 12 four year olds and the reason why i say that is because um graffiti artists you paint over it Mm -hmm. no biggie right um you get some new windows sharpies sharpie goes through paint like nobody's business that's a that's put primer over it that's a life pro tip doesn't matter nail polish if you if you put sharpie on a wall, you have to take. You have to find a way to get the sharpie off. Nail you cannot cover remover. it. Nail polish remover. Was that? Does that work? Yeah, it works like a charm. Actually, oh, yeah, you're gonna have to get a lot of nail polish remover. That's to true. Twelve four year olds. But we're not talking about you know give them an hour, send them into the city. We're talking about real city. We're talking about so, a real shit. We're talking about real shit, guys. In that case, um, I will say that every time I've encountered somebody dealing with children, they always like. They never approach the problem with force, Tim. Like, they never go, like, all right, there's kids running around with Sharpies. We're just going to knock them out and then pick them up and throw them in the kid <laughs> I pile. I mean, yeah. The um, but, like, the police are deaf. Like, if they see a guy, like, like, like spray something and then they chase him, they're definitely just going to tase the shit out of him see, or but knock they, him down. They wouldn't but, like, see the guy. They wouldn't see him. <laughs> He's he's a he's a professional graffiti artist. Okay, I think you're I think you're giving this graffiti artist a lot of credit. I think all, you're giving four year olds way too all much it credit. Says is angry graffiti artist. It doesn't say he's a professional. Um, but like I think like like they'd see like twelve four year olds and they'd be like, all right guys, come on, stop. And then they'd like run around. And the thing that children are the absolute best at is getting away with shit they're not supposed to do. Like kids will find every trick in the book. They will do everything they can to. Can continue to let anarchy reign and just unleash a massive amount of destruction. <laughs> I mean, I okay, I see what you're saying, but I feel like, like I see what you're saying on the on this on the kids thing. But mm-hmm. my thing is, is once they start running away from the police, I think they're gonna they're gonna be more inclined to you know start playing hide and seek or something as opposed to like mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, let's keep color on the walls. Oh look! I, I I drew I drew a little baby dick on this wall, guys. Look, it's so funny. I'm <laughs> I drew four a little years old. baby dick. I think uh yeah, I think I'm a Binky graffiti artist. Like this yeah, one. okay, I can see that. I think that's our last goof, boys. Yeah. Um, before we get into into closing the show, um, I do want to talk about something though. Um, so uh, we're based in Columbus, Georgia, uh, and we have um a, a local a local newsletter that goes around called the local. Um, and in the local, they they do this thing every year where they um have it's called the local choice awards. Uh, and there's a category this year for uh, best local podcast. Um, and so there's been a a campaign going, and I appreciate all the retweets and likes that we've gotten on Twitter. Uh, and um, the headed effort by uh, Nick Rulon and David Boss. Thank you guys so much. Um for uh, uh, writing in versus extreme for favorite podcast. Um, that means the world to us. And uh, uh, we don't expect to win, I don't yeah. think. However, uh, if uh, it, just doing this helps, one, get our word out, and two, helps make an impression, so maybe we can get on there next year. Yeah. 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 Uh, so if you would like to vote, um, there's like 100 questions on the survey. You only have to answer the one 
for favorite podcast. Yeah. Uh, and then you just click submit. It's easy peasy. No email, no sign up, no bullshit. Just click the link. Click the click the right in versus extreme and then submit. That's all there is to it. <laughs> you can find the link on our Twitter um, at versus extreme. That's about it for that. Unless you guys have something to say. No. Um, we just really appreciate and love you guys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that true. was uh, hearing about it and then seeing like all the stuff on Twitter come forth before we even started like sending out tweets about it. That was amazing. Thank you yeah. guys so much. Yeah, that was really guys, cool yeah. of you guys. Um, and we also want to extend a special thanks to our producers, Jess Adams and Max Nolan Young for editing this episode, designing our cover art and being nice people who we hang out with. You can find Max on Twitter at Max and Young, and you can find Jess on Twitter at Antlergoth. Uh, and most importantly, we would like to thank all of you guys again, our listeners, because without you, we wouldn't have a show to put on. Um, and if you would like to submit a question, uh, you can tag us or DM us on Twitter at versus extreme. Uh, or shoot us an email at versusextremecast at gmail.com. Uh, we absolutely love all of you guys' submissions, mm-hmm. and we appreciate them so, so very much. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we are having a Christmas episode coming up, so please Ooh. be sure to send in your Christmas-themed ep- uh, submissions. Hell yeah. Um, we're trying to make this Christmas season uh, very jolly with many verses. And uh, if you want to listen to more episodes of Versus Extreme, uh, we're on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you get podcasts. Um, we put out episodes every Tuesday. Uh, and please don't forget to rate and review and subscribe on iTunes. It really helps us in the algorithms and gets everybody else to see the goofs that you guys enjoy so much. And if you like this episode, please tell a friend. We don't pay to advertise this show at all, so word of mouth is the best way to get new listeners. All right. I think that's everything. I'm Marcus Driscoll. Good night, San Francisco. I'm Tommy, and I'm awake now. (laughs) And I'm Tim, and I love you. Brought to you by Dryersock Productions. Pop that pizza pie in the oven, baby. We're about to start a podcast. Have you ever wondered what lies beyond the realm of imagination? In StorySotic, we explore new worlds in a universe of infinite possibilities. Whether it be magic or science, far-flung galaxies, or the comfort of your own backyard, in StorySotic, we tell every tale. Tune in every other Thursday, starting January 3rd. Story Sonic. Exploring worlds one story at a time.